Hello, welcome back, episode 32. Thank you for joining me and thank you for your continuing support um, and for the subscriptions and keep subscribing and keep encouraging other people to subscribe and um, I've actually been speaking to some people who've said uh, they were going to subscribe and indeed they have this week which is great so uh, keep up the good work team and one day maybe I can do this full time and I can be interviewing Madonna and I can be interviewing um, various uh, people in Hollywood that remain uh, that are still worth interviewing that aren't corrupt and evil. Um, anyway, I'm not going down that avenue because I'm going to be positive today because that's, as I say, that's usually why I'm here is to keep positivity in the world as much as possible um, until I get pushed over the edge. Anyway, episode 32. And I'm calling this episode We Are Family. I've got my sister with me. And this one is with my lovely sister and uh, one of my best friends, my sister, Emma Louise Shaw. Um, she's now a Shaw because she's married. Um, it's very much a kind of coffee morning chat. It's very relaxed and it's the first time I've had a, a family member join me. So um, I hope you enjoy listening as much as we do. It's, it's quite a good one, I think, to listen to. I'd say it's a nice one to listen to in the morning, possibly. It's a going about your day doing things in the morning listen but anyway um so yes so i hope you enjoy listening to me and sis chat um hello to listeners in this last couple of weeks we've had lots of people from all over canada all different parts of canada listen so hello canada uh we love you very much um poland egypt and mexico have been featuring quite heavily so hi gang and welcome and I hope you're enjoying and stick with me. Um, I've been on the road, uh, obviously, with that show, Get Therapy. Um, I'm uh, back for a couple of days um, down time, which is lovely. Um, because it's quite a tiring show. Um, we've played at various places, but the place that I've loved being in for listeners in the UK is... Um, the Gulbenkian Theatre in Canterbury. It was just such a nice theatre, such a lovely space to play in, lovely mics, and the facilities were just great. And so if you, if anyone is a tour booker and ever wants a recommendation of that anything in that part of the world, I can definitely recommend. Um, staff were great. And, yep, it was just uh, a very pleasant um, show, that one. So um, I, I will hope, I hope to go back there myself again with uh, my own piece maybe next year or down the line anyway yes we've done some smaller venues and we've still got some dates in milton Keynes, greenwich colchester leeds and pleasance in north london um as i say it's tiring as a show um i'll give you the full rundown and overview of the show once we're done because at the moment i'm in the thick of it and uh yeah perspectives aren't always great so um so yes we'll have a, a full breakdown of how it went and everything once we're on the other side um, I have a lovely Christmas uh, special podcast ready to go, um, which I can't wait to release to you all into the world. Um, there's only going to be two more this year um, after this one, including that Christmas one. So I can't believe we're 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 getting to the end of the year. Um, but um, it's been such a wonderful experience doing this and and chatting to people and um, and and. 
as I say, a continued feedback. Please always throw it throw it my way. I'd love to to hear your thoughts. Um, I will be have there will be soon. Um, a specific website just for the podcast. Um, my friend Daniel has been working on that, and we're hoping to that get that up and off the ground before Christmas. Um, so I'll keep you posted with that, and as soon as that's there, I'll give you all the details. Um, so this week, the recommendations. Now, this week's recommendations are very dance music orientated, and after last last podcast's kind of very punky vibe with Bev, Rage, Josh. Um, who I have to say thank you very much and uh, people have loved that podcast and really enjoying it and it's still getting lots of listens um, and if you haven't listened to that one yet do go back and listen um, it's uh, it's lots of fun and we do talk about um, a lot about um, queer core music and and um, for lovers of uh, of music of that ilk it's definitely worth listen even if you don't anyway so yes going from that to a very um dance music orientated uh chat about my recommendations this week the first one is um from um a special called band it's three lovely ladies called la charvu la charvu which is main which is uh their three um first names crammed together and la charvu la and then capital s H-A-R, capital V-U, um, is how it's spelt out on iTunes. Um, and their song is called Escape. And it's, as I say, it's on iTunes. It's probably elsewhere. Um, they have been working as backing singers for everyone from um, Madonna to, um, I've seen uh, at least one of them definitely supporting Basement Jacks. And they've uh, sung with Sam Sparrow. There's, there's and they've, they've, they've worked with lots and lots of people. Um, and they discovered their voices worked really well together and that they should do their own thing. And I can definitely recommend Escape by Le Chavu. It's iTunes uh, listed as R&B Soul. Um, it's a dance track. It's a really positive dance track, and it's just something I need in my life right now is the uplift, and it's definitely got the uplift, um, and it's a song that keeps climbing and climbing. Um, I would say, um, for me... It's probably my favourite single of the year. I'm going to give it that much of a of a boost. Um, and the catchy is not the word. And the chorus kind of builds into this, I suppose, what would you call it? A massive power harmony is where it goes and it just keeps growing. Um, and I love it and it's going to keep me going. Um, and I will play this one to death probably for the next two months. And on... Um, the other one was another album so dance carrying on in the dance theme is a band um, I think they're Australian um, but anyway this is definitely recorded in Australia Flight Facilities and it's live with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra um, and not going back to Basement Jacks there was a point um, a few years ago where I went with my sister funnily enough to see Basement Jacks and an orchestra <coughs> at the Barbican and um it was incredible to hear dance music with orchestra on top. I love strings. I love the sound of mass strings and a dance beat together. And this is what happens. So Flight Facilities did this live concert in Melbourne uh, or with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. And it is just, it's incredible. Again, it's very up. It's very up. And I think I'm, I'm looking for that music at the moment, up and positive. Um they uh they're one of their most famous songs is a dance track from 
I'm going to say four, three, four years ago, called Crave You, um, which just, again, is another one that builds with strings. And then finally the rhythm drops in and the bass drops in and it just is fabulous. And hearing the audience sing along to that song, actually, I was a little bit tired, um, but feeling quite relaxed the other morning and feeling quite good. And the sun was shining in the window and I had a couple of tears of joy. I think I'm overtired. Um, but it definitely just hearing a bunch of people singing along so happily to a track it just triggered triggered things in me and um yeah sent tingles up the spine so anyway so those are my two recommendations for this week so do you know what i think ladies and gentlemen it's time to meet my sister emma louise shaw so here i am with my sister <laughs> um, say hello to the ladies and gentlemen, sister. Hello everyone, I'm Emma. <laughs> Emma Louise Shaw. Shaw now, yes. Was a Kelly once upon a time. Yes. A year in a Say so how long have you been, it's a year in... Yes, in September. A year and a bit yes, now, isn't it? Yes. Um, and where do you live, sister of mine? Um, I live just down the road from you, so five minutes away, which is very handy for very us, handy. isn't it? And uh, Matt lives in the, the nice bit and I live on the... The edge you're of the nice bit. So, nice bit. But your um, flat's lovely. Flat's lovely, just area's a little fruity, as we said. A little bit fruity, and, but that's, know, that's, that's... A few firecrackers and a few... <laughs> yes, it's things. that time of year, ladies yes. and gentlemen. For Amer- American <laughs> listeners, we currently have uh, bonfire nights, Guy Which Fawkes like night. bonfire two weeks, really. Yeah, it's yeah. like 4th of July for <laughs> a month. So, uh, but anyway, yes, it's a nice area and we have a local pub that... We do. We like a lot and we have many evenings... Yes. Um, and so, yes, it's all very much community yes. spirit. We have a lovely view out of trees and yes. in, in London. In it's Lon- still yes, London, it's there's the lots nice of trees. Bit of London. Um, um, and to all visitors who are coming to our wedding, it's something to look forward to. You'll find it's probably the greenest place you've ever been in a city. Yes. Anyway, and to anyone else who's not coming to my wedding, you'll hear all about it <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so, in your marriage to Mr. Martin Shaw. I am. Um, who you met via my group of friends. Yeah. Yes, there we go, you did actually, yeah. yeah. Um, so Martin is works as a, what's his official title, technician and... A super, technical supervisor. Technical supervisor yeah. at the Barbican in London, yeah. which is a big arts centre, music venue, theatre. He has a very interesting job. Um, He'd probably be embarrassed me to say that, but his job is interesting and he does get to meet... Yeah, Tim Peake was a recent uh, person, so yeah, I'm very jealous when he tells me about these things. Um, So he has a, yeah, exactly, (laughs) he has a very, he has a very interesting life, Um, and he likes podcasts as well, so anyway. So hello there, There you go, he gets gets a shout out, it's probably first time. Um, And he did do a podcast, anyway, we're going to digress too much, so, and then uh, you have a daughter called Freya, who is, who was born on... Uh, 22nd of September 2009, 2009. so she is eight now. Eight, yeah, eight fact. going on 18. But, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, and she has her two gay uncles. Yes. Um, and uh, so, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll benefit from that throughout yes. the years. Well, she's got that. I think she's got, maybe has the bug in her, the acting bug. So, oh, you know, Uncle Matt uh, helping with auditions <laughs> at some point. That would be okay, maybe? It is okay. I just feel sorry for her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rocky road. <laughs> Um, and so, anyway, because we want to talk about all things, yes. uh, well, LGBTQ, gay, yeah. queer, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do that, just so we are fully aware of who you are, so what do you do for wine money? 
What did you want, money? Well, um, I work part-time for Pret in their head office in Victoria. Pret-a-Manger. Pret-a-Manger. And, uh, yeah, I work in the customer communications team and the marketing department, and we deal with customers, basically. So I'm a people person, so I chat to people on various channels. And deal with awkward Yes, customers. awkward people and nice people and... and the whole gamut. So yeah, it's it's not boring. It's uh it's different every day, and uh, I'm only in two days a week, and that's all sort of varies week on week. This weekend I'm um, working from home, so that's quite nice. Which is and, quite uh, nice sometimes. But then my office becomes kind of the uh, my office is my house. And that is your be, house, your playroom. Um, yeah. Well, but, obviously um, my uh, my studio is my here, lounge. And it's <laughs> funny to be normally we're drinking a little wine Usually here, and now we're the other end of the day a, having a cup of tea. So. We're having a cup of tea and being sensible. <laughs> And maybe we should have done this drunk another time. But anyway, that will be another podcast <laughs> exactly. that will surprise you with, ladies that'll and gentlemen. That would be slightly more embarrassing one, I'm sure. And that will be one that we'll have to edit <laughs> highly. Um, now, okay, so we're going to get straight on because I know uh, everybody is keen to know about the history. And this seems a little bit self-involved of me to go, come in and talk about me. But it's just actually interesting for me to hear about my family's version of... yeah who I am and how I became who I am. Also, I want to talk to my sister about her experiences in Brighton. And for yeah. people who aren't in the UK, Brighton is probably the uh, gay capital of the UK. Well, between Manchester and Brighton. Yeah, um, I've got connections with all of them. Yeah, with all of them. Enough. And good old London, of course. But yeah. yeah. Um, so let's just straight in. What was the first time you were aware of what gay was? What it's a strange question, that one. And mm. I think it being aware, obviously, when I was a little girl in the early 80s, there was a lot of TV, which was very, um, you know, I suppose it was gay, but we didn't really, people didn't talk about it as such. And so, mm. um, like Kenny Everett was probably my biggest... Yes. Uh, I, I loved Kenny Everett as a child. Um, and so that obviously didn't realise till later on. But yeah, absolutely loved, thought that was, thought yeah. he was wonderful. And yeah, so that probably was the start of it. the beginning of it. of it. Yeah. And the fact that this guy could be anything, he used to dress up and he was fabulous and he was so funny. And I just, yeah, I yeah. wanted to. So Kenny Everett, again, because I always keep, yeah. no, 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 it's good because <laughs> I always keep everyone up to date because so people who aren't necessarily of an age, it's not even. Because it's, because we're of a certain age. Um, so Kenny Everett, uh, go on YouTube. I have mentioned him before and I talked about him in, uh, I think, a couple of other podcasts. And he was friends with Freddie Mercury. And I talked about Earl's Court and that whole, yeah. uh, on that podcast. Um, so I have mentioned him before, but he is a very funny man. And his major, one of his, what was the name of the, um, the most famous, the lady with the boobs? Oh, uh Cupid. Um, what's that? Anyway, if you could, <laughs> we could be here for hours. Um, I'll, I'll I'll probably put it on show links. Anyway, so Kenny Everett, go and investigate. Definitely but extreme that. comedy before yeah. Little Britain and before any of those people were doing it. He was doing what? Yeah. What kind of continued throughout the eighties and nineties? But anyway, so yes, yeah, so I'd, that's I'd, TV I'd, for you. I'd, yeah, so I'd I'd watch that and real 
bits of that off and, and not really realise what I was saying and, and you know, and, and yeah, absolutely. So that was like campery, mm-hmm. unaware of it. So yeah, that really. And I used to like, are oh, you being served? And I know obviously that we, yeah. we've talked about that in other podcasts and yeah. it can be looked upon now in, in a particular way and not quite in such a, a rosy light. And it's a... Which is a shame. I, yeah. And I was, in the, I was in that... I was a child in the period of time where, yeah, it was... It was accepted, but it wasn't, and it was a very weird transitionary period. So, yeah, that, that's probably my first so it was kind TV, of thing. It was the BBC. T- yeah, absolutely, the BBC, yeah, completely. And you can't get gayer than that. Well, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, like, musically, were there, were there obviously, because there were people in, 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 in pop music that yeah, were... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in the 80s, in your, um, yeah. In your mind. Yeah. Obviously, loving Bowie, loving Queen, those things as a child, um, you know, and everyone loved them, didn't they? Let's mm. face it. And mm. uh, yeah, absolutely, all of that stuff. And then in the eighties, lots of pop bands, and you know, Boy George, obviously, and you know, all of those things. Loved that, and you know, I remember clearly the the, the Boy George years. So the Boy George years, which we've talked <laughs> about a lot before. But my sister was in the audience <laughs> when I sat on stage with him, and we did yes, our, that was our Q and A in Greenwich Theatre, which I'll be back at soon dates below <laughs> anyway um yes okay so it was tv and it was popular TV culture really pop yeah music. yeah absolutely um, yeah just ingrained in within society but not i don't know what, mm. what i'm trying to say really but not out out there but yeah yeah just p- pervasive so yeah. yeah 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 no definitely um and when was that it's an interesting one i think i probably know but when did you first know that I was uh, I was a gay man, or a gay boy, before I'd officially announced to you. This is of course because there was a, we'll come to that later. But yeah, yeah, um, just being uh, yeah around you and your friends and having um, earwigging conversations and and being very much because you were the age difference with us the eight sort of eight years age. Yes, there's eight years eight between years. us. But um, and so you were just always very enigma to me and fascinating and there was something different about <laughs> you and I knew that and I loved it and I felt very protective of it as well actually mm, um, I felt very protective towards you even though I couldn't always you know articulate why exactly mm. so yeah there was always right. an awareness that you were different you were you were fa- it sounds cheesy <laughs> but you just seemed fabulous to me and oh, I wanted oh to have a bit of I wanted to, by sitting outside your room and listening into your music and, and your, you had lots of girls that used to come around and, you know, everyone used to... Let's be fair, if you're listening, you did take the mickey out of me, but I was a lot longer than uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's mean. Mean, mean teenagers. But, yeah, so that awareness of you just being, you know, not like the other other people's brothers necessarily. Yeah, yeah, okay. More interesting. And that was also a bit of a... For some people, that would have been a bit of a curveball, seeing the the the, the 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 girls coming and going. Yeah, but, but for me, I knew that it was different it was to like a... the girls and my relationship with boys and which boys and spoke. You know what I mean? It was it's yeah. different. There was more entertaining was, and absolutely, laughter. Absolutely, there was a lot of laughter. As That's what I remember of a child, just hearing laughter and and, and you Cackling. know rude jokes and laughter and absolutely. And I wanted <laughs> to be part of it, and I was far too young. So I'm holding it in my heart until you allowed me into a world, Matt. <laughs> exactly, you held it back, and then you got to exactly. be uh, being being involved in the cackling. Yes. Uh, on it just a, took me a few years, but yeah, yeah. and we still cackle in the pub with exactly. other girls that currently. Never, that never goes away. Um, hello, Susan. Hello. Uh, <laughs> so yes, um, so that was before I officially announced yeah. it was there. Yeah. So this I always find quite interesting is the. 
I say quite interesting. I'm really not this person, but <laughs> um, but interesting. F- another perspective on the story. Uh, if you go back to episodes one, two, and three, if you haven't, uh, you'll hear my version of coming out. But my sister's version uh, of the day that I came out to her. So if you could tell us that story. Yeah. Your version. Cause... Yeah. So obviously I'd got to the age where, yeah, mid, mid-teen years and, and Matt had been coming home and we'd been obviously bonding a bit more over the previous couple of years probably because we were... I was getting more, you know, I was getting more adult by that point and mm. wanting to, like, get into the big world world. So we decided that I'd have some trips up to see you. And it was yes. the first trip that I'd organised to come and see you when you were living in Tooting. Yes, Tooting uh, Drama School yeah, days. Yeah, when you were at drama school. Um, yeah, so I decided to, yeah, I think it was half term and mum had let me have a, come up, actually. And mm. uh, it was quite a big thing for her because thinking about Freya now and when I was 15, it's quite coming from a rural community and then being allowed to go on a bus mm-hmm. um, to London on my own. Because it was cheap quite to go a big on a bus. Thing. Yeah, we so got the bus went straight from Ilfracombe, which we can talk about in a bit, yes. um, to, to London and Matt met me at Victoria. And this was the first time I'd gone up to London on my own. And yeah, Matt um, pretty much told me on the train back to Tooting um, and just said, I've got something to tell you. And then it just, compl- it, there was no, there wasn't, no, didn't miss a beat really there. I was no. just like, okay, wow. So this day is going to be interesting because I'm going to get, <laughs> thrown into this bowl which it did actually it did get happen. thrown in straight away we had we had a i said to you earlier we had a bowl of pasta um with pesto um, <laughs> in, your, in your little flat and in the, then in the bed sit in the bed sit sorry bed sit <laughs> happy days and um and then we went clubbing um, and then we went clubbing two brewers so two brewers which was yeah wildly exciting to my 15 year old brain See, this is funny because this, this is... So I've talked to the listeners before about Two Brewers and I go... My, my first experience of going there and going down a side alleyway and having to knock on a door and a man lifting a, a thing and that, it, it even moved on from the time had. that I had taken you there. There weren't windows at that point, which there are now, but wow. it was... Wow, yeah. a long um, time ago, But it? we still went down the side, but... Years ago. But yeah, there, there was no question of uh, of you not being allowed in. No, um, and I was made to feel very welcome. Made to feel very welcome. Extremely welcome. See, for me, ladies and gentlemen, I saw my sister become... Uh, before, after the pasta... Um, and and a, and a period in the bathroom, a bit of t- a, sp- a space of time in the bathroom. She came back into my bedsit, as got gone in as a little girl and came out. This woman who goes clubbing with the hair and clothes, and so, uh, so I thought, okay, well, she's gonna be very popular. It was like Stranger in... Things episode seven. Stranger Things like, two episode seven. It was seven. like episode seven. <laughs> oh yes, indeed, yes. Except your hair was bigger. My hair was much bigger. Bigger and longer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yes, so um, that was, so yes, so you were in the, so we took you into the two brewers and you're drinking beer and you're dancing with gay men. Perno as well. Perno, there you go, my goodness. I remember drinking Perno and, was it Perno and Black? Perno and Black. I don't think I've drunk that since I was 16. No. But that was very much fun at the time, yeah. Perno, ooh, yeah, um, we don't need (laughs) to know. Bad memories of Perno. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, so you... I Got recall on a podium. You were on a podium and you were... You were dancing to Kylie. Yes. And... Finally on a stage. On a stage, to dancing to Kylie. Rather than in my bedroom. Um, in a place where other people wanted to listen to Kylie. Yeah. Men who wanted to listen to it Kylie. It was just a revelation. Yeah. It was brilliant. Um, at this point, ladies and gentlemen, I'll jump back very briefly... Um, <laughs> 
my sister was still living in, we said, Ilfracombe, which is the seaside town, that I left and was very keen to leave um, because it was the wrong place for me at that time. Oh, there's a helicopter going over. I'm just going to pause because it's really going to be annoying. I've got a bloody window open, so that's So, Ilfracoom. Yes, so I'd left there um, because I didn't feel comfortable and it wasn't the most gay-friendly place to be um, at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think things may have changed now. But, um, but my sister grew up pretty yeah. much in Devon. So we moved to Devon when she was a... How old were you? you two and a half. Two and a half. So you weren't even really aware. I didn't remember Slough. So that wasn't really a memory for you. I don't remember London and any of that. So that memory for me was very different. Um, so yeah, so you grew up there and so uh, we have, we even still have different accents, which is strange. We do. And I'm wondering <laughs> if the if the listeners would be... Yes, can, actually. You can hear the difference. You can hear, and you the can hear there's, a, there's a definite Devon twang there. Yeah, twang. Which, um, yeah. In the coes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. So yes, there's definitely... Yeah. Um, so again, so it was quite a different deal to grow up in that environment and not have the, the city mentality. Um, but then to come into it and just be thrown in the deep end in, into, into gay central really. Yeah. Um, but it didn't, it didn't feel alien to me at all, even though, yeah, I was living in a rural, I just thought this was what I dreamed of life being. And I think when you get to the early teens, mid teens, you feel like you want to be part of it, of the adult world. And and that was very much I had it really I'd go back to school and do my school thing and Devon enjoy that and love that, but then have this other life almost for me, which was like where I felt like really I was felt... older and I felt fabulous and it probably meant that I did better at school and at my A levels and things. So I had that well, other life to delve into and I knew yeah. that what was coming for me was good. Do Even, you know what I mean? Yeah. It would be... There's interesting things to come, and it's... Now I look at Devon and think how fabulous Devon is, because obviously, you know, for children... Yes. It's, but, but but at that point in time, I was much like you. I was getting to that point where yeah. I wanted to go, and the bright lights Spanned of the London. horizons. Exactly. Um, and that was probably the first time you were seeing drag queens and, yeah. and all that. Exactly. That and at 15, that's a great... Uh, yeah, and they were always very welcoming mm. to me, and, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like the little little sister yeah doesn't it always it did and then i think very quickly afterwards i think i i spoke to you two weeks later and you'd gone from being a little bit unsure to just completely at home and it was done yeah no it was uh, (laughs) yeah it it was a little painful the initial transition as mum and dad will have remembered i was begging them to to, initially i wanted to go back and then it just Mm -hmm. took me a couple of weeks to settle in and then then matt was coming down and visiting me after that and we'd have we carried on that tradition of uh for a long time, yeah, until you left Brighton. Exactly. Um, so how yes, how many years were you there? I was, yeah, 95 to, nine years, 2004. So now you've been in London. So now I'm more London, even more though London. I... More London. See, that's the weird thing for me, because I always feel like, as much as I feel Devon is my home, I also have that Brighton, and when I, I still have that feeling when I get on the train and I get off at Brighton Station, it's like my body just goes... Mm-hmm. When I see the sea and I walk down the mm-hmm. road, down to the sea that makes me very comfortable and mm. I don't do it enough these days and I need to do it more because yeah. it's not very far away it's not far. people don't know it's, a, it's an hour's train not even an hour see so. ladies and gentlemen I, Keith and I have a have a have a mission and our mission is to convince my sister that there is another seaside town that oh, we're thinking yes. of 
that yes. we're going to have to introduce uh, Emma to in the next six months or so. Yeah. Um, because there's sea there. Well, there's yes, there is a sea. There's a sea. It's a seaside town. So Margate. <laughs> I want to go to See, Tinsel's. Paul and Peter, you've got listening. to go to Tinsel's, which is the best apparently. nightclub in Margate. Best nightclub in Margate, and <laughs> all the local Margateians are going. Where, where, where? It's exclusive. Is all we'll say. Exclusive. exclusive. Um, but yes. Anyway, yeah. so but yes, so, so Brighton. It's, it's, it's the southeast coast. Yeah. Um, Brighton is obviously. Uh, it's probably. We were talking about that earlier, but Brighton's almost become a bit of a victim of its own success in some ways. Yeah. I suppose it's always been like that, and it's, it draws people in. Um, yeah. And it, sometimes it spits you out, and sometimes it keeps you, but it's... Uh, yeah. And all towns, and especially seaside towns, are they, quite fluid, and they change yeah. all the time, and and money it's comes in, and money goes away. It? And then yeah. money will it'll probably happen again, and Brighton will probably yeah. calm down a bit, because <laughs> people won't be going there, because it'll... Maybe one day it'll become cheaper to go back abroad yeah, again. Yeah, brightness, if people don't know, brightness is expensive as London and yet not London. Yeah. So, you and know. some people try and live in Brighton, work in London and commute. And yeah, it's that's very difficult. That's very expensive to yeah. do. It's doubly expensive. Yeah. So people end up in London. They do. Um, and you've had a lot and of wonderful experiences in London. 13 years now in London, um, living in this sort of Blackheath, Lewisham yeah. area. Um, and yeah, it's, it's home and and if I left I would feel as much going to Greenwich Park and and all those things of memories I've made you know it's a special place and obviously having Freya here she's my daughter being born here in Lewisham Hospital um, and then growing up around here and being a proper urban chick it's 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 but she'll when she grows up she'll come back to Greenwich Park in the way that I go back to Ilford so yeah back to the sea Exactly. So this is her. This is her. You know, when she's travelling the world or whatever she's going to do, she'll come she'll back here. She'll always find parks. Yes, exactly. In she'll Greenwich Park, tree hugging. And maybe she'll be it. in. She'll be in Central Park, feeling exactly. like, feeling very at home. Well, exactly. Well, Mummy felt very at home in Central Park, so probably <laughs> <Yeah>. will too. <laughs> um, which is another conversation we want. To, I just want to sit and talk about New York. But anyway. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> So yes, yeah, so sweetie. yes, I know the we need to go together. into. We've not done it together. No, so we've been um, separately, and yeah. yes, we've, is... we've shared. In fact, we've been to San Francisco separately. Yes, uh... we've never been in the US <laughs> at the same time. No, in fact, <laughs> that's no. so bad, Matt. We need to rectify that. Okay, so you've got as <laughs> soon as Freya's, well, yeah, she's fifteen, sixteen, yeah. and going off on holidays in her own. We need to book yeah, in a, a week. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's the plan. Yeah. So we go on holiday. Like proper Patsy Nadina yeah. wine moment. There. Yeah, and we can bring the husbands, but they'll the husbands have to just come. kind of sit and watch. Yeah, which is what they do they quite do often that. anyway. They do that now. So, 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 ladies and gentlemen, the the, the secret that is that uh, I, I've, I've held back on telling you all these years is all these years or this year <laughs> um, is that uh, we do. Uh, my tendency is not to club so much anymore. Occasionally, and I've told you when I do, but the 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 the, the likelihood is if I have a free weekend to gather uh, our partners, husbands, husband-to-be, uh, and go to the local pub and drink and talk about politics in the world and then then move on to pop culture and then end up usually in one of our flats, apartments... The after-party. For an after-party, which usually then Keith and Martin sit and watch as my sister and I 
uh, <laughs> reminisce and play the last time I believe it was a George Michael it was a George Michael I think I just watched the documentary I was a bit late to the game on that and watched the documentary it made me very emotional and then I just wanted to play the back catalogue and obviously Matt was not upset about me enforcing that no nope. no I was um, very happy yeah, so we did that didn't we and we, we had memory but quite. I was thinking Christmas is coming as well I hate to to bring that up and it's going to come up on Christmas Day <laughs> Christmas obviously. Day is going to be um, yes we're going to have but we have an excuse to then go back and listen again so we yes, do even and any excuse a year yes. from um, but we did we, it with Prince on his anniversary exactly so you know we'll do it with, with yes George we did well. we did the Prince yes also this is the other thing we had in common was Prince <laughs> our love of Prince yes um, I loved Madonna a bit more than you did. Yes. Um, I still love the old still stuff. Still love the old stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of the newer stuff. And some just, of the new you stuff. know, I'm yeah. still. It depends. When you say new, 10 years ago was a long time ago. I know, well, so that's it? when so, you say yes. Yeah. I don't know. There's a new album coming soon, I believe. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking on behalf of Madonna. I've, I've, I've outed Morton Harkett and I'm giving you dates when Madonna's yeah, releasing well, albums. You know, honestly, <laughs> Matt. Right. Um, so. <laughs> Let's go on to your solo experiences of Gay Brighton. So yes. once I'd been down there yeah. with you and mm-hmm. you'd settled in and you had boyfriends and you were you had friends yeah. at uni and then you started to discover Gay Brighton on your own. So tell I me did. about your own solo excursions yeah. into Gay Brighton. Where well, you, when... Yeah, well, so I was going out with a DJ at the time and so going out with a DJ in Brighton just meant that you were hanging around um, all the clubs and things. And just because Brighton... Um, Brighton doesn't. There's no. That Brighton has its gay part, and and and. But it, a lot of it is very. Um, it's crossover. So um, yes. all the the clubs are. You know, it's it's, it's a, a very gay friendly town, and um. So yeah, uh, made lots of friends at uni, and then going to work in Brighton again, and people that I still keep in contact with now, and 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 you know just, hanging out, and yeah, I just as I was saying to you earlier, it was almost like people came to me with their... and to open up with me, even before they maybe knew that I had a gay brother, is because I don't know if I give off that kind of quite soft vibe. Yeah, that, yeah, but no, I definitely. hope so. That's yeah, no, a nice definitely. way to be. And um, and then when they find out that I have a gay brother, there's obviously lots in common. And I also find, it's just an interesting point mm. to make, that I've gravitated towards a lot of women who have gay brothers and it's there's something oh yes there's, there's yes, something in that yes. as well I think perhaps I don't that know you've not that, that, that you suddenly find out and you're like oh right okay and the, and the shared experiences and actually all quite good experiences because I'm sure not everyone oh, has uh, yeah. great experiences with when they're coming, coming out, out to their to family siblings and yes exactly but, but no I, a lot of you know I know quite a few women who have um, gay family members who are really supportive and, and so it's just see this is the thing I've always I think that you always uh, all my gay friends have always uh, warmed to you pretty quickly and um that because you yeah i guess because you just make people feel comfortable but especially not especially that you're going out of your way to make gay men feel comfortable but i think because i was made to feel comfortable i'm yeah i was very much embraced by that at a young age so Mm -hmm. it never was and then going on to university and and being on my own 18 i was like now i can I'm now living the life uh-huh. that I used to live in snatched parts. Yeah. Now that's my life completely. And and so, yeah. And I've I, been... I lived in clubs for probably well, exactly. five so years. You were in clubs. Um, and, you know, my, yeah. my, uni, my uni career probably did suffer a little for my, um, partying. my partying. But where a better place to party than Brighton? Absolutely. Absolutely brilliant. And then, you know, I'll hold those memories and with me forever. So yeah. I'd always hear you tell stories of, of your gay friends and be like, oh... 
That's yeah. Fine. What about me? yeah? Well, wow, I wasn't involved. <laughs> no, I know. I need to know these people. Yeah. Um, but no, it was. It, I, th- I think it was also reassuring to know that you had your own <laughs> collection of Brighton gays yeah. to uh, who would keep an eye on you and scen- scenarios and situations that were happening because life was sometimes complicated. Yes. As it is for all of us. Yes. But, yeah. But always having those good friends to fall back on. Yeah. You know, definitely. It is important. Yeah. Um. So yes, um, I've, I've, I've put some notes here. Even though I'm talking to my sister, I thought I better make some notes. And there are a bit. We'll have to do this in the pub next time. We we'll do it. We'll, in the we'll, pub. we'll do our little political notes. We can do. We have our political conversations, listeners. We yeah, do, we, we do, and it's usually after a half a bottle of wine, and it uh, is. Um, and it can get it's emotional. emotional. We can and get angry. quite angry. Um, but today <laughs> we're here to because we're getting close to Christmas. We're here to uh, spread joy and love in the exactly. world and have a bit of a bit of fun with yes. you. Um, so, yes, friend of a friend of Dorothy. That's what I classed you as. Yeah. Friend of a friend of Dorothy. I'm happy with that. Um, so, f- as far as, as mu- the music, we talked about listening outside Madonna and uh, mm. listening to mm. Madonna and stuff like that. Other things, do you remember that, that kind of you clued into that were kind of the, the electronic, the neuromantic yeah, music? Things that you remember. Give yeah, me some so examples. Like soft cell. I yeah. mean, oh my God. I mean, that stuff still makes me I can't listen to that it makes me emotional and and you um Japan obviously oh, yeah. um I remember you writing Japan on the wall of the that when we were painting that wall we we were writing things on the wall I remember oh, you writing yeah. Japan on the wall and then yeah. you painted over it so someone's going to come across that one day and be like well, they, why are why people they... writing the names of yeah, countries yeah but um yeah all of that ladies and gentlemen if you Sorry. haven't discovered Japan go on YouTube when you finish listening and Google, or just Google Japan, Ghosts, Song by Japan, and uh, that will be, or Visions of China. Anyway, Night Porter. Anyway, there's many. Yes. Japan, go and investigate. I interrupted, we digress. Carry on. No, no. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Early 80s was a brilliant time for kind of, like, that kind of music and, and um, you know, yeah, I very happy memories of, of sitting outside your room and, and um listening in and obviously that also the get the females you know mm-hmm. the, the 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 big the big yeah, the, the big, big voices singer, big voices and that always also has gone into my older life and, mm-hmm. and that that's you know finding out that your icons were gay icons and then there's and not even realizing no it. exactly and then like you say referencing stuff with people suddenly thinking oh okay that's quite she's I think I remember you listening. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I remember you listening to um, Jocelyn Brown, and a lot of listeners who are over a certain age will know. Again, Google if you don't know. Um, Jocelyn Brown, somebody else's guy. Yeah. And I remember having a conversation with you and go and and actually you saying how much you loved the song, and I'm like, you do realise this is a big gay (laughs) anthem. (laughs) And then you're kind of going, yes, of course. And realising, but you didn't go into it going, I'm searching for gay music. No. It just happened. I just naturally, yeah. And I mean, we grew <laughs> up, I mean, we grew up, our parents kind of tasted music. I mean, mm. Earth, Wind and Fire oh, is yes. a big influence on my childhood. Yeah. And so, you know, even yeah. though I was thinking about the day we went, you took me to uni, we played that in the car. Everything mm. in my life that I've done, it's probably common to a lot of people, but every all my moments in my life have some music. Marked and my, music. My, my journey to Bright, from Ilfkin to Brighton was um, Earth, Wind and Fire. Goodness me. Yeah. Wow. You probably don't even remember that. But for me, it was such a 
poignant thing leaving well, you know you're what also I mean? trying that to was it. put yeah. something else in your mm-hmm. head other than, oh my God. Yeah. And like, I'll just listen to the music and yeah. the music suddenly becomes even more important because it's taking you out of the, the fear. Exactly. <laughs> so everything, I deal with everything with music, like you, mm. we're exactly mm-hmm. the same. We search yeah. it out. We look for old, new stuff. And I love, the, one of the things listeners that I like doing with Matt is, is, um, is listening to what he's showing me and I do the same. Yes, we, we share, we share occasionally there'll be a message maybe once a month where we'll just send a message with a, with a track. Yeah, and, and I know listen. exactly. Matt knows exactly what little key change or yeah. what will actually hit the right button with me. So you know my musical taste very well. I think I quite, I know yours. If there's an Italian piano <laughs> and a gospel choir, I know that my sister will be definitely in for the ride. So if yeah. it sounds like it's mid nineties as well, if it sounds like it's mid nineties, <laughs> which is probably where I always want to go back to yeah. as well. Um, but we continue Funny to that. search for, for new music. Yeah, absolutely. And we find it and, and we, we share it. and we, we enjoy it over Yeah, and it usually probably has a bit of a LGBTQ yeah. leaning to it. Absolutely. Uh, when we discover it down the line that, ah, yeah, of course, this is where it was born. Yeah. Um, I'm currently, ladies and gentlemen, usually with my guests I can talk all things RuPaul's Drag Race. And oh, I'm f- sorry. So this is one, one of my guests, that uh, I'm... Uh, t- my sister embraces all things... <laughs> gay but not because she's not wanting to because she just hasn't sat down and so I say I haven't had the time I need to make the time making the time and then one day we'll get her back again and we can just have a whole podcast I'm happy to talk about that I know that I'm missing out on something huge and I know from my friends and people I work with and other you know that this is definitely a thing so sorry 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 but you did used to dance and be very aware of supermodel RuPaul yeah of course. Uh, that was yeah. part of your, mm-hmm. probably your Brighton world oh, as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I was, yeah, yeah, did lots of, went to see lots of drag and stuff. And lots so, of drag. so, yeah, so we'll, but anyway, so yes, just to let you know, that's why Sorry. we're not touching. But then, hey, there's, there's, it's exciting to know people haven't discovered yeah. it yet. Yeah, and I've got it all to come in. All to, yeah. to discover and get excited and can, about. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we keep, we're, we're, now we're quoting we're quoting a, a BBC One show <laughs> W1A and it's very difficult not to say exactly anyway digression so um, just going to touch on um, slightly uh, we, we've talked about all the fun stuff but we've both been through the mill uh, in the last two years with yeah. our family and I've talked as my sister knows um, we've talked about my uh, my mother's dementia and not that long ago, we did a walk, a dementia walk, with our friend Andrew, um, yeah. which we're very grateful for. Um, and so we're continuing to do all we can. Um, we still have links. I th- will put the links on the end of this on the show page again. Um, but we can still, you can still donate to um, Alzheimer's UK. That's that's yeah, what it was. Society, yeah. Alzheimer's Society. Thank yeah. you. Um, because we're still, yes, uh, we're, we're still, still collecting, collecting money, yeah. still collecting money. So yeah. yes, let's, uh, just want to put that out there, but also to say that, yes, um, because I've talked about my experience and I'm, we're not going to go into in depth, yeah. but just no, to kind of absolutely. say how you've, how you've coped in the last two years and what's, and how you've, the ups and downs, just how, how has it been for you? Cause I, well, I mean, I know, but just to kind of share it with, cause I've yeah. talked about this a lot. To yeah, no, and I want um, to be part of my podcast. Absolutely, really. no. Um, obviously, Matt 
sort of introduced me a bit to mindfulness and I tried to use that and try to live in mm. the, the moment and every day and, and look out the blue sky that I'm looking at now and think, mm. wow, you know, appreciative. Because, yeah, it's very hard when someone's got Alzheimer's and particularly at mum's stage, which is very late, um, thinking about the past and thinking about the future. And, it, and, it's, and it's, yeah, it's a, it's a particular kind of grief because it's one that can't be... It's, it's ongoing and it's yeah. been ongoing now. I mean, mum has been, we'd noticed mum getting ill probably about six years ago. I mean, yeah. Um, but it didn't really get properly diagnosed until 2014. And then obviously um, from mum's been in the home nearly two years now and, and we didn't think that she Which would be incredible here incredible to now. think that, yeah. No, and it's, it's been a, you know, a, a, a really hard thing for all our family, for me, for Matt, for my dad. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a tough, yeah. And I, our husband's partners. Yeah, and yeah. exactly. We have very supportive I mean, I have an incredible husband and you've got yeah. an incredible husband to be and thank goodness for that and for our friends and everyone around. Yeah. But no, it's it's a really I have good days and then something will happen. Oh. I'll see something or something will jog or remind me of mum as she used to be mm-hmm. and it completely floors me yeah. and I am in tears and you know, and I have a husband that very you know, picks me up when I'm in that yeah. place and just will be with me. But yeah, I you can't think about it all the time and you can't no. It's very difficult. You could you couldn't two years of being in that in pain is extremely painful. Yeah. It's, but it's also good to like we're sitting here talking now. Yeah. And uh I don't think either of us are like, oh my god, we're no. gonna go away and cry. No. But it's okay to and it actually is better to talk and healthier to talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, especially if there's someone else who's just entering. I mean, I yeah. sadly have had a conversation with someone recently who who's aware that the same thing. They're at the beginning of that, yeah, which is a lot. And it's I kind of don't want to say no. It's it could be a long. Could might not be this no. thing. Might not be a long journey. You but, don't know, and every trajectory is different. And and and, and Alzheimer's and 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 a vascular dementia, and there's lots of different types of dementia, and the pathways are different. And you know, mum is mum had very big steps of. Of, of going from you know into different points mm. and then mm. they would go on for a long time and I mean mum it's a strange thing to say but mum three four years ago um was in a worse place oh, because she was well, well so. aware of what was happening to her yes and now although it's distressing for us to see our mother who doesn't know who we are really it's not she's not unhappy, not that, unhappy. she doesn't seem distressed and you no. know it's 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 a weird it's one. It's the weirdest. It is the weirdness. The weirdest. And disease. I always thought before it happened. I said to you before. You know, you think Alzheimer's. Oh, someone gets a bit forgetful, and it's it's quite sad. But you don't actually realise what the destruction of a brain. No. That is really. I've seen other ways and means, but the destruction mm. of the brain while the body exists is while a body, really yeah. hard one yeah. to 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 deal with, and yeah. then it affects the entire family. It affects your relationships. Um, you know when you're trying to hold things together and that oh. it's a constant hum in the background isn't it Matt and exactly you use the mindfulness to try and overcome that but yeah because life your life and, uh, and all the problems you have uh, carry on of course because yeah. life goes on and work issues and issues with with you for you issues yeah. with Freya issues yeah. with and 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 house issues mm-hmm. leaking ceilings all that yeah. stuff continues yeah and you have to, got to go to work yeah um and so it does, yes, yeah, so it does kind of linger, but at the same time, as I think you say, it's sort of you deal and you, you, you well, we, you know, using mindfulness and whatever it is you do, that that is... And being uh, kind to yourself, I mean, uh, yeah. we're both, you know, it, it, 
you have to be kind to yourself as well. Yeah. And, and I think the thing I always try and bear in mind with mum, I think of what mum would have said to me if she could and how she would have helped me mm. to get over certain things. And she would have always said to me, look after yourself, look yeah. after your family, yeah. you know. And, and dad says the same thing. It's like, put, you know, Freya... Yeah. For me, obviously, as a mother, Freya and my husband Martin, they're like the focuses, the, the biggest focuses. Yeah. And, and uh, but obviously, mum as well. Mum does. Mum would want us to be. And the sad bit is about you know I've got married and, and you're getting married and mum's not been able. That 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 breaks my heart actually. Yeah. That mum couldn't have. She been can't be the, part of it. And I didn't talk about her at the wedding. And I, thinking back on it now, I I didn't feel I could without being emotional. Yeah. But then I also feel regret about that a little bit. So I know Dad obviously mentioned mum in, yeah. in his, his, his you know but I didn't and yeah I feel a bit of regret about that but the thing know. is you're talking about it now exactly and, actually, and, and there's going to be a lot of people yeah. listening and you're you know you're being so you are kind of paying yeah respects to yeah. uh, mum by just talking about it now yeah. really I, 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 I um, know she was I hate to speak about her in the past tense, but anyone who's been in our position will understand when I'm speaking about her like that. Yeah. Yeah, she was the kindest person yeah. I've ever met. She's my... I owe so much to that. Like She was my icon as a child, yeah. and I looked to her for everything. And yeah. I, you know... Not, Dad, obviously, as well. Sorry, yeah. Dad, you're listening. You you know, I had brilliant childhood and yes, great parents. Yes. Um, but Mum was an inspiration to me. And, you know, I want if I could be anything like she was the welcoming mum then I've done a really good job. Well, no, I think exactly, and you are doing that. Yeah. You are and doing that, and you, you do that to your friends, but you yeah. also do it with So with she lives your family. on, she lives on. I see, yeah. I, I look at Freya, and I see things that Freya does, yeah. and I see mum, yeah. and that, you know. That's passed down the line, because exactly. you've continued to do the good work that our yeah. mother did so she's, in the first it's place. Not, so it's not, none in, of that's not in vain, shall we no, say. No, absolutely not. Um, so, yeah, so it's good. To, I, it's good that I'm able to speak to you about yeah. it, and we regularly meet up and and, and we, we talk about and it, and then we get it out of the way, and then we move on to something else. But that anyone who's going through this, uh, you know, it, there is a massive community out there online as well, and people will say the exact same things that you're feeling. And I think the most important thing, if anything, I've ever learned about dealing with issues in your life is there's so many people dealing with it exactly the mm-hmm. same time in exactly the same way and mm-hmm. to share it with other people is the way that you which is why talking about it now yeah. is good to, so to even though you know this you is know. not necessarily all about that but i no. want it to because it's part of my experience yes. and so and it's part of your, it's part of our world so, together no. um so anyway we'll put yeah. i'll put links to things um, to make sure, so you can donate, and also uh, I'll put a link to the um, to just kind of dementia, yeah. um, so people can kind of go and look if they're, they're concerned about. They're making strides in the in the in the it's, work they're exactly, doing, and I mean, we want to keep supporting that and putting money in and and yeah. into that. So um, yeah, keep yeah, and we'll keep up keep up our good work, and everyone exactly. else will, and hopefully. And it was um, good. well. That was an amazing evening. We went and we did mm, feel part. Very, of it. There was yeah, thousands of people there that, who had you know the names of their family members on their back. Yeah, and it, seeing it so felt, many names. Yeah, it's very moving. It's to very be moving, involved. and but also very quite a positive to see. Definitely um, a positive. Yeah, mm. people of all ages. Um, and well, actually, so finally, so you've mentioned Mum as one of your icons. So let's just go back to. The frivolous and the pop culture world, yeah. just to, 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 to end our conversation. Who, for you, when you were growing up, as a female, yeah. would have been somebody who... Give us a couple, in fact. A couple of women who you looked up to, who you admired, who were icons, if that's the right word, for you, that uh, or inspirations. Yeah. Um, 
Audrey Hepburn. Oh, there we go. First off, because one number one, she reminds me of mum. So that's a little yeah. thing. There's something about that. And the kindness. And obviously, you know, she was so incredible and, and so from an era, from a movie era, which is gone. Um, but then obviously mm. when she got older and the work she did, um, charity work she did, mm. and, you know, she'd been, she'd had a very hard um, childhood and, you know, oh, yes. she, she you know, knew what it was to to, to, to suffer. And I mm. suppose she didn't, she was very, when she, in her older years, she did a lot of good work for UNICEF yeah. and things. So, yeah, I loved her and I, I, I actually... When I watch her on screen, it makes me feel mm-hmm. nice. I like mm-hmm. looking at her beautiful gorgeousness. And gentle. And, it, and it, you can yeah. see the goodness shines out. Yeah. I think that's what I mean when I say about mum. It's like you can see in a person's face if the kindness comes out and it's beautiful mm-hmm. and in her. Oh, absolutely. Uh, She's, yeah, it's the, gen- it's the gentleness again. Yeah. Um, okay, so, sh- so her that's and one. Um, also style-wise, I guess she style-wise. also Yeah, exactly. Amazing, I mean, so. yeah, you know, and that, I love Marilyn and all of that from, again, mm-hmm. another tortured mm-hmm. soul and, and yeah. that kind of thing. And the, but the beauty of the 50s and 60s, I think I personally love, I like that whole thing. But that's mm. more on the, on the, on the, on the frivolous side. But mm. um, musically, when I was younger, I mean, Kate Bush was there from um, um, yeah. very young and everything she's ever done that I think I've liked, really. And I didn't get to see it. We didn't get to see her uh, when she did the witches. Couldn't get tickets. Um, would have loved to have done that. Yeah, I can listen to any album of hers and pick out any song and just be, again, in a particular place in my life. I hold all of that, the early 80s, the 90s, yeah. all of it. Yeah. So yeah, another so one, Kate Bush. Or Je- I don't. I'm trying to think. I've not really thought about it. you asking no, me that no, question. No, just... But yeah, no. It... Yeah. I think they're both. <laughs> I think I think Audrey Hepburn and Kate Bush are good examples, and um, and yeah, I think Kate Bush is probably quite a, a, a similar and <laughs> kind, gentle person. Very sensitive, yeah. clearly, from her music. Um, so yes, is there finally, is there any any memory that you think uh, something of from from our past that sticks in your memory that's the most ridiculous thing that you've ever seen me do whether it's performance whether it's um just in life in a ridiculous scenario a silly situation i think the being stuck in a field with you late at night after we'd had a bit too much to drink and then realizing that there was a farmer in a field with a who oh. was chasing us maybe that yes. phase in my mind as a, as a comical thing, I'm running to that pub. What was it called? The cider apple. Cider that apple. doesn't exist anymore in Ilfracombe. Oh, by the way, I was looking for it when I've been down there since. Oh when no! It does, and and we literally favorite. had to run to the pub because we were so we kind of created in our minds this um, vision of me in white, which I was wearing a white dress. Yes. I think running through the night um, with the sounds of gunshots of with a farmer of and trying to find a pathway, and that will stay with me as a happy memory. Sounds weird. <laughs> I know. Well, it was a bit like it's a bit like a horror film, and we survived. It was, but we kind of. In we, the years we, gone by, it's become more. It's it's, it's kind of yeah. It's created there its was, own life. There was there, there is still the, the memory of that of seeing a figure chasing us. I still remember a figure in white yeah. chasing us. Yeah, he had a gun. I'm not. I'm not. And there was a gun, and yeah. it was all just yeah. My goodness me. So this is <laughs> so this is life in a country for you. <laughs> People say cities are scary places, but well, look what happens the, the, in the country. The rule is when you go out into the middle of a field in Devon, and there is there's no lights from traffic and no lights from it goes completely black. And if you don't get back to um, real life before the, the the light comes in goes away, should I say, then yes. you are going to have to to go through a black forest, and um, and that will stay with you. <laughs> Luckily, I did have a white dress, so that kind of gave us some sort of guiding force. <laughs> Cutting light. 
That, oh that's a memory. So okay. I've got lots of memories with Matt. That's... Obviously, he's my brother, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure others will, 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 will uh, well, I mean, there's zillions. Yeah. Um, but, um, but anyway, I think, um, well, there's lots, oh God, I want to go on for hours, but we have to, we have to kind of tie it up. Because um, I've got to go and do physio today, ladies and gentlemen. Boring. But um, I just want to say thank you very much for my sister, to my sister, I've for my sister, it. and to my I'm sister for joining us. I'm just forcing you to us. do it when I had a few wines. I'm sure I was like, I want to be well, no, it's I a, want it's, to talk to I you. I think it's a really but... good, I like hearing family stories. Yeah, it's, and it's just kind of the real, the real it's, people. It's, it's life, isn't it? Um, but I'm sure you'll be back for more. Yes. Um, I feel there there are other reasons to be joining us again in the future. But um, for now, Miss Emma Louise, Mrs. Emma Louise Shaw, <laughs> say goodbye to the ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye, everyone. Nice to chat to you. Bye. <laughs>